We're back. <gasps> Finally. Yeah. You can breathe again. Uh, we're back from the wilderness of not recording. Um, and we are back with a mission uh, and a purpose. And that purpose is to discuss perhaps one of the most influential films of the last week. Uh, <laughs> and that is uh, uh, Marvel's Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Mm. Yes. 19 Part films one. in the making, 10 years of filmmaking in the making. Most ambitious crossover ever. Most ambitious crossover ever, yeah. unless you're all of Twitter. Yeah. Um, in which case, there's every other possibility. Um, we're going to be discussing uh, the film. So, just to let you know, a lot of spoilers coming your way. Yeah, full spoilers. If you've, if you've not watched the film and you're listening to this, just turn it off and go and watch the film. But please yeah. come back, because... Um, then come back, yeah. We need you to listen to us. Or you can listen to us whilst you watch the film uh, and have some sort of weird, desynchronized. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we'll probably ruin the film before you finished watching yeah. the film. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you'll be crying in the cinema. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we can talk for longer than two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past us. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through the film, but then at the end, we're going to cap it off with a, a few theories. Cap it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna Iron Man things off at the end. <laughs> um, with a few theories, all of which will not come true if it's yeah. anything I've learned from watching films in the last couple of months. Um, but we're gonna say them anyway because uh, like we're if, nerds and that's the only thing we love. Like I can for. imagine if Kevin Feige has like a dungeon, he's a DM for some. People playing D and D, and no one can see what he's got planned. Like he's, he's the DM of, of like, Earth. Yeah, it's like, like every 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 speculative video we ever see, he's yeah. always one step ahead. He probably time. listens to everything, and he's like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. doing that. He's crossing out his list of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he is like we? the NSA, listening to all conversations on Earth. Yes. Yeah. See, that was what that was the NSA. He rolls for. a dice, and every yeah. time it goes uh, down to a one, Dale Winton dies or something like that. <gasps> <laughs> Not every time, obviously. There's only one Dale Winton. And he's gone, so it's fine now. So. There's only one Dale Winton, and his name is Les Dennis. <laughs> so do you want R. to R. be Dale Winton? Just to date this episode even more. <laughs> I mean, we're technically dating it with the film. That's true. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Because it's anyway, two days after we watched uh, it. Uh, just to reintroduce ourselves, as you know, it has been some time. Um, uh, my name is Tom. Uh, and I am a massive Marvel fan, so this is like Cloud Nine for me. But uh, also hell, because everyone, everyone died. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Henry. Have you missed me? Silence. <laughs> Hold your applause, please! Uh, I'm Nick. Uh, and I also like Marvel. It's enough out of you. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're about to admit to alcoholism. Um, yeah. I'm uh, two days sober. Good. Uh, yeah. Two days Marvel sober. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. and everyone died. So <laughs> <laughs> that is the most notable thing about you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone died. See, for years, decades in my family, the go-to spoiler line has been everybody dies. I think at it's the everyone's end. like everyone's yeah. spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Dies. You should watch this. Everybody dies at the end. Yeah. I you can't like say father, that with this. I Am Your Father's a, a pretty notable one. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Um, but yeah, with this, I don't want to say that to people because they'll think I just have just spoiled the film. Also, yeah. it's not true. 50% of people died. No, it's, but it's like, 50% <laughs> of people die. But I feel like 
eighty percent of the Marvel cast yeah. characters <laughs> are fucking gone. Yeah, eighty percent of whom you liked. Yeah. Yeah. So a large part of the uh, shock factor with uh, Infinity War is that the culmination of Thanos' plan is to wipe out half of all the population of the universe, uh, half of all life. I don't know if that applies to plants. Mm. All, all no, trees seem fine. So. Oh, oh, no, wait, apart oh. from one tree. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh too soon. Too soon. <laughs> um, oh. But I like it because it was so indiscriminate. Yeah. Like, if it is just a randomised roll of the dice, like, uh, the places which have the largest population, like China and India, will get hit the hardest. But there's probably like a small town in, in like, rural <laughs> Scotland. Nothing changes. Because yeah. <laughs> there's only twenty people who live there, and in the grand scheme of things, yeah. Yeah. that is like a blip in the in the like. Janine's gone. Um. <laughs> yeah, she just she, she just drove to the next town. <laughs> yeah, also, they don't know why they left. Like, what, what yeah. are they going to do now? Be like, Power News uh, announcement. Be like, we failed to save the world. Uh, Thanos just took fifty percent of the population. Mm. Uh, yeah. If you need an educational video on this, uh, there's a few seasons of HBO's Leftovers. Clue <laughs> <laughs> you in on that. Um, but anyway, let's let's look at the sort of component parts of Infinity War. I think one of the big things is Thanos. Mm. Yes. So, casting, in my opinion, excellent. Perfect. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I, it's one of those roles which I now can't think who would do that better, or who would put an equally good spin on that. Mm. Brolin is. Such a he has such a physical presence in in that role. We like you've seen him in mocap suits, mm. um, and also he's he's physically bigger than every character, other than maybe the Hulk. Mm. But you learn very quickly that the Hulk definitely doesn't have what it takes yeah, to take yeah. on Thanos. Um, so that was that was mocap then him. That was mocap. Obviously, like a lot of the facial animation is based on his face as well. Yeah. And the animation on him was. Bonkers! It was, yeah, it was yeah. so good. Like it's just rolling with so extra detailed. chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even when there was close-ups of his face, there was even like stubble. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. On his face, like that's. Yeah, I found myself studying all those scars on his yeah, face, yeah. like so much. All those Wolverine scars that he definitely got from like, X Men Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was, the Gamora scene in particular was like really like emotive, and you felt the sadness, even though he it's all like yeah. Fake and it's all CGI. I was gonna say like the physicality of the role is very impressive, yeah. but it doesn't diminish the fact that it's such an emotionally deep role as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, we've said it before, but like, like we've talked about like one star actors that add one star to every movie they're in. Not <laughs> that they are one out of five stars. No, no, it <laughs> like, doesn't uh, sound like that. <laughs> well, we called it that. Yeah, we, we, did. we did. We did give it that. Yeah, because like <laughs> what we've said, Michael Penn is one of those people. Uh, I you said Michael Sam Penny. Rockwell's definitely Sam Rockwell's one people. I mm. said Michael Penn. Yeah, let's say okay, uh, but just. Um, Josh Brolin is, I yeah. think, one of those people. He just it improves every film. It is interesting because I was watching an interview with Feige, and he even said like Brolin was the only name on their on their list mm. for people to play Thanos. Yeah. It was similar yeah. for Black Panther. I remember him him seeing. It might have been Forty Two, the James Brown. Yeah, yeah. Pick. No, uh, that's the baseball. Oh, I was getting on up. I was getting up. Yeah. Oh, was he James Brown again? Yeah. Because oh, I knew he was in that baseball thing. Mm, but I remember Feige played. saying he literally like was on a plane back from seeing that. I think. And was like, get Chadwick Boseman. I want him. Because <laughs> mm. Kevin Feige is essentially the collector. He, he basically just, just, <laughs> he just descends on people and says, you are part of my universe. He basically just clicks his fingers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. He just covers them in his big baseball cap. <laughs> um, so yeah, Thanos, pitch perfect <coughs> casting. Um, I really like that this film is his platform. 
It's yeah. his his character development catching up to all the characters we already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And considering how many people complained about Marvel having flimsy bad guys to start with, and there were some like whatever ones like Yellow Jacket yeah. or the blue guy from Guardians. They've <laughs> in like the last year. Ronan. You can, Ronan Ronan was that? Yeah. yeah. You can tell they've gotten so much better with like Killmonger and um, Ego and Vulture and now Thanos. Yeah, it's like they've seen the criticism and be like, yeah, we'll fix it. But this. also, I think it's the fact that they don't have to spend so much of their time now establishing new heroes. Yeah, mm. that they can spend time fleshing out the bad guys. Yeah, that was the thing, interesting thing about Spider Man. They did like no origin story because they assumed everyone already knew it. So they were like, okay, let's flesh out like. Same with Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's really nothing to learn about him other than he eats vegetables. Special vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he does. Like, yeah. And he likes cats. <laughs> Sounds like a very sad character, really. When I think about it, <laughs> he's a man who likes vegetables and he likes cats. Yeah. I know a woman like that. She's always wearing like three cardigans. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't go out much and in the day. She just shouts people in the street. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we can all agree he is the best villain in the MCU. I, well, I mean, I would is. say that. I will agree with you there. Yeah. Because who's the best? Um, who was the best pre Thanos? Like Loki, right? It's either Loki or Killmonger. I personally, Vulture. I'd argue Vulture. I, yeah, I've got a soft spot yeah. for Vulture because I think he, again, he has that uh, same uh, winning quality as Thanos, where it's like they don't see themselves as the villain. Yeah. I think I actually kind of agree with the Vulture in that he he is just like he got dicked over by the government yeah. and by Tony Stark. He's just trying to pay his dues, mm. even I, if he does. But Thanos is also trying to do something good, you know? There's two there's not enough resources <laughs> to feed everyone in the world. I'm gonna get rid of it so the fifty percent can live well. Thanos watched Planet Earth, the documentary, yeah. and was very worried about He's basically an rising ice caps, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. But it's like he just like I that's the thing I love. He sees himself like he's completely like, I'm doing the right thing. Like the world like I'm the only one who can see people the right thing. But he the knows that it is still a a a like a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Because he does, he says numerous times in the film, this is mercy. Yeah. But he, he knows that, he, he also says that he, it takes someone with the right will to do it. There yeah. was a line in the trailer, I don't think it was in the film, where he was like, fun isn't something that one would consider. In a time yeah, that's definitely not in the film. Which, yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't in there, because the whole time you do, you don't think that he's enjoying this. Oh yeah. yeah. Certainly Especially not, Gamora. So. Yes, yeah, certainly not after Vormir. There's a great thing with the, um, just to show you, like, where he's with Gamora, because Gamora's, like, trying to, like, just spit it all back on his face. Of, like, we slaughtered my people, and it's like, oh, did, were you really happy going to bed hungry every night? Yeah. Having to, like, scratch for food. But, like, now they're, they're all, they're all that, that civilized, civilization's thriving now. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Before, yeah, it's yeah. like, and when he showed, when he was showing them what his home world did look like, and I, they didn't listen to me, now look where it is now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's things like that where I think, yeah, that makes him the best villain because you understand him. I love that they did that reveal with Titan as well because in the comic books he murdered everyone. Yeah, and they oh. and uh, that I feel like it leads when you see a graveyard of a planet and you've just been introduced to Thanos, the person who kills people. You're like, oh yeah, he definitely killed everyone, but he actually tried to save them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm slightly glad they didn't go down the comic book route where. Um, He's trying to kill everyone so he can impress death. It's like a more of a romance. Yeah, he's story. trying to bone bones. This I feel like is slightly more realistic. <laughs> is that actually his motivation? Is that he wants to? Yeah. yeah, the embodiment of death as a concept is like this robed skeleton who weirdly <laughs> has breasts. Okay. Even though that's definitely not a skeletal thing. Right. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and then he's in love with her, and she kind of keeps like egging him on. 
and then he thinks that the only way to impress death is to kill half of all the life yeah. in the universe. Ah, uh, okay, but that then... wouldn't have translated as well. No. Oh yeah, it, it just. This it just makes just, it more relatable, right? It, yeah, it, it means just... you don't have to introduce a romance this late on in the yeah. plot. Yeah. And it also means um, all of his motivations are believable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they don't seem selfish, really. And yeah. I feel like it would be outlandish in a film, especially in a film like this, where it's like, yeah, well, I want to bang death. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, when people were speculating, people were speculating that would have been Hella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the boss, comics, yeah. that is actually where they've gone. So then, yeah. when a certain skeletal robed character appeared, <laughs> yeah. yes. is that who you guys thought it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But then I was like, ah, oh, Hugo Weaving's uh, breast size isn't nearly big enough to, uh, to woo <laughs> yeah. Thanos over. Um, yeah. So Red Skull's back. Yeah, a little bit of time on that. That incredible reveal. Yeah. That I lost my shit. I was like, that was what I was. Because the. The voice isn't distinctive enough to give it away to begin with. No, yeah. And then I, it's just when the light hits the noseless face and you're yeah. like, oh! Like, I, I definitely recognise that. I was like, I know that voice. I know mm. that voice. Because I feel like my brain went into overdrive. I was like, who is that? Yeah. And it was, it's brilliant that they got an impressionist. Yeah. To do it. Yeah, because Ross Marquand yeah. from yeah. Uh, Wade, Walking Dead. Hmm? No, Mark, is it, isn't McQuaid just hurt? Mark Hand. Mark Hand. Oh, Mark Hand. Yeah. But uh, he's in um, Walking Dead at the moment yes. as, um, I forget his name. About 50 different people. Terry. <laughs> Derek. Jonathan. Let's go with Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's Jonathan in The Walking Dead. Uh, he's pretty or good. Or Terry. <laughs> or Derek. <laughs> it's um, definitely not Rick. Actually, no, maybe it's Rick. Terek. <laughs> I could um, find out. Um, yeah. I did a very, very good job, I thought. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, to, to the point where thought, all like... you guys thought it was Hugo. I oh, yeah. Seen, I, I don't know if he, Avengers, did he do so. the makeup stuff as well. Because the make, the, like, it looked exactly like Red Skull. I don't know yeah. if that was CGI. No, I, reckon, I, I thought I it was CGI. Well, I reckon it was CGI. Okay. I need, I need to, like, watch it again. I feel that. like if it was CGI, that's a big middle finger to Hugo Weaving, whose main problem with the role was that it was prosthetic. Well, that's the thing. But keep in mind, it is what... Eight years, eight years later. Yeah. So yeah. it's like they kind of come far so far that yeah we can do it. So years. having not seen the first Captain America, does yeah. that does it make shut up? His name's Aaron <laughs> in the Walking Dead, by the way. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, does it make sense for Red Skull to be there? Yeah. And in that place, because yeah. he just disappears, but you don't know where he went. The, the Tesseract, the space cube thing, mm. uh, teleports him somewhere. Okay. And we never know where. Yeah. So is it like he opens the Ark of the Covenant and then he disappears? Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So, was he there as, like, a punishment for trying to get the Infinity Stone? Right, possibly. Or, so it might have been the, the gems maybe, like, were linked, and they, it maybe took him to uh, another st- uh, stone. Yeah. Because, like, for, for all intents and purposes, he, he's been there for maybe, what, like, 90 years? Yeah. Type of thing? Like, been... Yeah, I, I'm surprised he kept it together so well. Yeah, yeah it looks like there's really not much to do there. <laughs> but that whole planet, Volmaya, um... One, completely, like, sunk my battleship theory of the Soul Stone being in Wakanda. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, again, I'm totally fine with them introducing some new concepts with this. Yeah. But that whole planet was beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. Look. Like, the the camera work, especially, of the reflective sea, and then not knowing whether you're looking up at the sky or down at the water. Yeah. And then there was, like, the archway in the dream sequence... Those huge pillars. It was all I very seventies Jack Kirby so type of thing. Look, yeah. Mm. If, if um, and then just point out, like they made a big thing on the posters and even say it's, it was completely filmed with the brand new IMAX cameras. Yes. Yeah. In so fact, the little the little IMAX goblin who came out before we saw the film uh, <laughs> yeah. said that as well. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah. It's funny because he was dressed as the Hulk and he was green. <laughs> That's true, actually. As, as context. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what's next? We've got a bad guy. Do we need some heroes to fight that guy? We do guy? need some heroes. Yeah. Do we need more than a handful of heroes? Yeah. Oh, much more than a handful. Jeez, there were so many people in there. Three ounces. Left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had uh, all the original Avengers sans one particular archer. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not okay with him not being in this. I wanted... I think it's fine. I, I think they've, they've held him back for a reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I feel like it's going to pay off. And I think me and Tom know what's going to happen, what, where he's going with it slightly. A little with, bit. Uh, Something with his costume. But we'll, we'll save that for the, the sweet yeah, treats yeah, later. Yeah. So I was spec- speculating that I thought the end credit scene was going to be Ant-Man and Hawkeye sat like playing golf or something. You don't sit down when you're playing golf. Is it, is it Hawkeye firing arrows with Ant-Man on them just for kicks? <laughs> do it again, do it again! They're playing golf and then one of them just vanishes. And he's like, hey, where'd you go? And then it ends and it's horrible. <laughs> and it's a trick. It's Space Jam! Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, so we got the original Avengers. Uh, Cap and uh, Black Widow are still on the run from Civil War. And uh, Falcon. And Falcon. He's not the original Avenger. Oh, no, he's not, yeah. Um... But we get to see them. Ki- we get to see a little bit of their sort of like on the run, yeah. uh, secret Avengers. Yeah. I kind of wanted some more of that. I really wanted yeah. more of that. Well, no, I've been referencing this a lot, but uh, in the comics, uh, uh, the prequel comics, uh, it actually shows what they've been up to, and they're like running missions in Syria, mm. and it just shows them in like the desert. With, Clearly, like, didn't do a very good job, though, did they? <laughs> oh no! Shit going down uh, there. Because yeah. that's what the eventual Black Widow film could be. Is what's been going on during the secret <laughs> Avengers? Yeah. Yeah, could I'd be. be okay with that. Um, but then that's one of the weird things that came with this, with having so many big name characters in it, is that some surprising ones got a lot more screen time than others. Yeah. Mm. So like, Cap wasn't in it a whole lot. I kind of wish. But like, there Doctor wasn't Strange Cap. was a big part. Yeah. But I think well, that I makes think... sense because he has a, he has one of the stones. The yeah, Russos I... know that this is a two part film. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it would be weird to give all of the people we know really, really well lots of time in this first one and for them to then get benched in the final moments. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think it... I don't really have a problem with it because I think it makes sense and it's quite brave of them to put characters we don't know as well right at the forefront yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, Doctor Strange has had one film and not everybody liked it, really. But uh, he's still a big part of it. Well, not all of us have stayed awake through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you didn't even see one of the Captain America I didn't, no. <laughs> I probably might watch it tonight. Um, Red Skull Origins, as I call it. <laughs> so we get we get to see a little bit of the Secret Avengers, um, and they they largely do a good job of like sweeping up some of the ancillary characters we've met in the in the sort of uh, side um, films, like mm. Doctor Strange and, and Black Panther and stuff. Um, and then we've got a sort of New York based group who are Tony Stark. Uh, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and for a brief amount of time, Wong. Wong, yeah. Uh, and, and Bruce Banner. And that was one of my favourite meetings, I think. Yeah. Was that... the egos of science and magic. Yeah. yeah. And then their kids stuck in between them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, I... who were basically Spidey and the cape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that line, the, oh, we're using our made-up names bit. I'm guessing that was in one of the trailers, right? That yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I felt like I was the only person who found that really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great bit. That was. Um, 
Yeah, slightly shocked that Spidey didn't freak out on the fact he just went into space. Yeah. But um, well, even like Doctor Strange and stuff. Actually, to be fair, we didn't see much of his reaction. But I quite like, I love the way that... Well, Doctor they... Strange has been in also when he fought... Oh, uh, yeah, he has been in Morphe, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. been in other dimensions. Yeah. Space is nothing to him <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> but I love the way that they got Spider-Man into space, made total sense to his character. He's like, <coughs> I'm focused on getting the job done. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to worry about my own safety, anything like that. But um, then they're kind of like plot train barrels into uh, the Guardians. Um... Uh, who had already at that point met up with Thor so it's kind of hard to web all these together yeah <laughs> thanks buddy um, but yeah again seeing the Guardians interact with the slightly grittier more serious Avengers yeah. that was really fun yeah um, and the bit with uh, Winter Soldier and Rocket where he's like can I buy, can I buy that it's like yeah. Because, yeah. or Drax just being utterly like like not involved in making a plan at all yeah. Um, can, we, can we just focus on how great Drax was just like just falling in love with Thor oh yeah, yeah. Like, this is no dude and his invisibility <laughs> snaps <laughs> one of the funniest bits was it he's like a cross between an angel a pirate and an angel yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think <coughs> we'll probably touch on it later in the theories but it, we can largely see Thor definitely being adopted by the Guardians absolutely yeah. Yeah. now oh, that he's a so real much. orphan boy yeah. oh god um I would love that if they if the next film is like oh, yeah, I fucking guns. love the whole like I think we said I think we said this um, when not long after we got out of like everyone gets a great dramatic moment yes and, like the bit where like Thor just fucking breaks down with Rocket for a bit he's like I've got nothing left to lose type of thing which, I like, I really liked that was it wasn't heartbreaking it wasn't thing. completely melodramatic like the first Thor film it felt mm. like he was trying to joke it off it felt yeah. like he wasn't trying to he kind of grins through it yeah but he kind of does what Rocket does and that's why it works so well with Rocket yeah. because Rocket does that exact same thing in the first Guardians film yeah where he's just like the swaggery like gunslinger and then he gets drunk and has a breakdown yeah, yeah. it's like so nice to see Thor who's this massive macho hero yeah realise that all of his family are dead yeah and he's like that he could be next yeah. it's like I've just got I'm gonna do it and I loved how many of those cool like little matchups you got in there, like things that will have big emotional resonance for us, but might not even for the characters. Mm. Like so, Thor, yeah. Thor doesn't know that Rocket's in a similar situation that he's been through all this shit, but we do. Yeah. Mm. And so it means so much more to us. And I think they did that really, really yeah. well. Yeah, there um, are some really unusual matchups mm. in it. Like it's a soldier end. picking up Rocket and yeah. spinning around. <laughs> it's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever yeah. seen. Well, think about it. Right at the end, Iron Man is left with Nebula. That's like a really yeah. random pairing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Again, one of the funniest bits of the film. Both, both equal parts badass and adorable. Yeah. Bad, yeah, yeah. Badass <laughs> um, um So is that all the. Oh, we've got oh, Black Panther as well. Yeah. Introduced whole... by a sound cue. I love that so much. I think I know a place. Bongos. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wakanda. I do love that that is the like one of the two licensed pieces of music that are now in this film. It was yeah. Wakanda theme and Rubber Band Man. Yeah. The only... You know that James Gunn wasn't making this. Though, also, like... how sorry must you feel for the people of Wakanda? It's like, okay, fine, we'll open our doors. But 30 minutes later, everyone's dead. I told a little that line of like, well, what were you expect? I heard you said I'm going to open the doors. I didn't, wasn't expecting this. But what were you expecting? The Olympics or Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love how it's so funny, but there's like so many dramatic moments. Thing is that that's it. I think that coming out of it, we were all so traumatized that we kind of forget about the funniness and like how many like big heroic, exciting moments were early on. And it makes it palatable for repeat watching. Yeah, yeah. 
well, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> um, because, like, this is, I think, definitely the film that I've seen where it had the most people, like, cheering and... Oh, no, and... we watched it with, like, the best audience, yeah. I think. Thanks, you're welcome. <laughs> there was Everyone a... except Tom. <laughs> there was something I was, I was just like, no! I was meaning to ask you, Tom, as well, that when Captain America's introduced, the train going past, yeah. you somehow reacted before the reveal. Because I'd seen that already. Oh, no. <laughs> How had you seen that already? I there's, there's either a picture or a, in the trailer, trailer yeah, there's yeah. a shot of Captain America's silhouette in the shadows. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, because as far as I was aware, like the, a train was going by and you went, <gasps> and I was like, is that I a also, train, I, man? I, I, got that I also knew it was the 22-23 to uh, Glasgow. Uh, uh, I, I love that train. Love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> the um, buffet car is <laughs> exceptional. Yeah. Uh, uh, so is that yeah. all the heroes? Who else have we got? Um, uh, is that everybody in place now? For a good old fun time, pretty much. We yeah. we I guess we can do a little shout out to the uh, not not particularly effective uh, Order of Midnight, uh, yeah. who oh, yeah. uh, Thanos' head honchos. I mean, they were great. They yeah. were they were really cool, uh, but they definitely didn't in, no. uh, bank on going up against a, an army of Avengers. Yeah. But I quite like that they did just seem like a bad version of the Avengers. Like you had a big Hulk one. You yeah, the, the yeah. Squidward one who's just like the voice of <laughs> everything. Yeah, um, I was Ebony surprised. Was so and then good. the yeah, that's Ebony. Sorry. Ebony Moore. Sorry, I don't um, know how to pronounce it like that. The stealthy elf twins as well. The yeah, yeah. Uh, also the massive day. shout out to uh, the four-way femme fatale face-off. Oh, that was brilliant. That's a lot of effort. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, uh, when Ian said that was brilliant, I was just your delivery of that sentence. Was <laughs> Exceptional. <laughs> Which was um, General Okoye from Black Panther with Black Widow and Scarlet Witch facing off against poor Proxima Midnight, <laughs> who is poor Carrie Coon like dropped into the MCU at the last second. So we're gonna get you to fight three of the most like furious fighters in this. Uh, uh, she gets thrown into a lawnmower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she, I think she looked the best of them. The Pro- yeah, it's some... Proxima Midnight. See, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think Ebony Moore looked the best. He was just so cool and like terrifying. He's a little goofy looking. His voice was great. The guy had a great voice for it. I liked the um, the when he travelled through the streets of New York. It was on like a little mini like tornado because that looked like it was directly out of a Saturday morning superhero cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> bad guy rides. Bad by guys a always travel on mini tornadoes, <laughs> or via lightning strike. Or yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Um, yeah, but uh, I guess moving on to the action scenes, like the Russos know what they're doing. This yeah. is yeah. this is the airport scene yeah. on from Civil War yeah. on steroids. Community and Arrest Development gave them the skills <laughs> to perform these yeah. like amazing. Well, to be honest, like some of Arrested Development, there's a lot of stories going on there that they kind of had to yeah. juggle in a similar yeah, way true. to this. To be fair, Community has the Community has its people. I don't know if they directed that one, but yeah, it's, it's there. Um, yeah, I think it, it goes without saying that the Russos should be commended for an incredible tightrope walk. But I think. Yeah. The Russos have a particular band of like quality that it's when you see sort of three films after now Winter Soldier, Civil War, and now this. Yeah. You can definitely tell something's done by them because it has just this air of just like we know what we're doing mm, type yeah. of thing compared to some of the other stuff. It's yeah, like, it's like a level of editing mastery. You compare just... this to Age of Ultron, you're like, Age of Ultron can go and eat shit. Like, I love Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it, but it it has a lot of scenes which you feel could be trimmed. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it since the cinema, but I had a, I had a great time <laughs> three has, years uh, ago. It uh, feels like. Just is like he's not really because fair enough he did really well with the first adventure but it's not really it's not in his wheelhouse where it feels like the Russos are like 
straight to the point, no fucking about. I think there. I think you can also say the Roosters benefit from what was laid yeah. before them. Yeah. Because um, they didn't have any character intro- introductions to yeah. really work except for Thanos. Arguably, Joss Whedon had the hardest Avengers yeah. to do. Yeah. But I feel like with the two sub Captain America films left on, they've earned this. Mm. I think like, it's not just like, oh, they're just yeah. playing with the toys people. It will be a sad day when the Russos decide that they can make other films. But at the same time, I'm excited to see what else they can do. You know, that isn't Marvel. Like, yeah. where, where can they go with their like, skills? Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Or like, if, if David Yates drops out of the Fantastic Beasts films, yeah. they could make them good. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that would um, be really cool. If they're set in a German airport. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I feel like there were too many big action scenes to count almost because at pretty much every point, each of the five or so main stories all face up against Thanos. Well, it, it got, it did get a little hard to follow where certain people were and how the timelines of those moved. Mm. But I did like that that final third, that sort of big climactic finish, you can, you can, kind of see them all converging on each other it's all it's all the dominoes kind of falling yeah so you see thor and rocket making the weapon uh but you don't know how they're gonna get it there you mm. see the plan on titan coming together where they almost beat him mm. but that doesn't work so that when you move to wakanda the battle of naboo um <laughs> when you you you've already seen that thanos has won yeah and you're just waiting for him to arrive and then obviously you have visions little uh, Jaws moment of it's not safe in the water room. it's not safe in the trees yeah I was saying to Ian uh, Jessica Jones series 2 spoilers I was saying I was waiting for <laughs> when Scarlet Witch was pulling the thing out of Vision's head yeah. I was waiting for Trish to show up and I accidentally shoot Scarlet Witch <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saved the day right <laughs> what to- toss her an inhaler so she can get hooked on super heroin get it super heroin oh very nice very nice but I sort of love the way when Thanos walks in he's not he doesn't care that's a battle he's like okay I'm, he's just not it, it's the, the way, way that yeah. was done when he walks in and it's like the sound was quite muted and it was all in slow-mo. Yeah. It was so dreadful in yeah. a good way. It was so ominous and so... Because I was like... The fact that they're not trying to build too much tension out of that moment is so much scarier than if they had because you got like... No, they're leading up to something fucking bigger and mm-hmm. scarier. And that, that tonal shift is great because before that you have the classic superhero vi- uh, fight with like all of this flashy powers on Titan... Yeah, where they all come together and they all—they're all the plucky heroes working together. That was together. great. The big like gadget show off. Yeah. yeah, like Iron Man pulling out toys I've never even thought he could even try to design, because yeah. he's—he's cl- clearly upped up from like industrial com- military complex to straight up sci-fi now. Yeah, like the suit that appears out of nowhere. Yeah, the Gundam yeah. suit. And then he gets. Like, does he get his helmet blown off or something and then it rebuilds itself yeah. I love that he pulls nanobots from his leg to build his arm yeah. oh was that what it was because some of them get destroyed that. that's really cool so he like sacrifices armour on his yeah. leg um, quick thing about uh, suits how cool was the Iron Spider reveal where suddenly yeah. like um, it looks exactly like the suit from the comics with the the legs coming out legs coming out from his back one of the high points of this film yeah. I think but then for the rest of the film he's wearing two suits yeah it must get awfully warm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, no, that's quite cold in yeah. space. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange in that final fight, again, was incredible. Like, the the cinematography and the imagination that you see in his solo film was one of the high points. Yeah. And then see him with his, like, strawberry laces attack and then turning shit to butterflies. That 
that's exactly how I imagine it when I read Oh, the that looked beautiful with the butterflies. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was on Titan, right? They don't make it to Wakanda. No. no. Okay, yeah. They're stuck on Titan. I did, I did at times feel like they are pulling out all, everything and it's like Drax with his two knives not, yeah. not yeah. really contributing much. Yeah. But I like how desperate it felt, you know? Yeah, when they're all pulling at him and yeah. trying to lock him down. And then there's Peter just ruining everything. Yeah. yeah. But Quill or Parker? I was... Oh, Quill. Oh, okay. I was a little annoyed by Quill at times, but then... I love seeing his, like, comedy character, his asshole, have some of the more tragic moments. Yeah. Mm. That was, like, well, like you were saying that every, everybody got a moment where they got to be a great actor in it, not yeah. just, like, a great movie star. Everybody got a great moment. And that bit where he's still being kind of jokey to Thanos before he asks where Gamora yeah. is was so, so tragic yeah. and so heartfelt, and he did a really, really good <laughs> he job. He calls him Grimace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's that horrible dramatic irony that we just got, yeah. oh, God, he doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great that he's not a perfect hero, you know? He mm. does. He's not like yeah. helping them at the same time and uh, trying to defeat him. It's great that he has flaws. Well, yeah. in the words of the great Peter Serafinovich, what a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> um, I also, I think maybe the most impressive thing that Russo's have ever done is finding a way for Mantis to contribute in a fight against the Thanos. Yeah. That was yeah. great. That was so yeah. great. Because I loved her in Guardians, and I was <coughs> I was sure that she was just going to be a side yeah. character for this, but she was quite important. Yeah, she was the whole thing that allowed him to be locked down, basically. It was very cool. Also, like Star-Lord, reusing his gadget trap thing that he used in Oh yeah, Guardians yeah. 1. Which one? Which trap was it? The, the one that pulls the orb the out pyramids. of that force field. Oh, oh yeah. He thing. used that to like lock Put Thanos' his leg, leg down. Right, down. Yeah. Um, that's cool and yeah that's something like that what's their names again Stephen McFreely and somebody else the screenwriter um, Christopher something um, but they, they did a, a really really good job Marcus? of Christopher Marcus that mm. sounds about right yeah. I think yeah. that nobody felt out of character <laughs> at any point in this no even no. though they're writing characters that they're writing for characters that James Gunn has yeah. solely written yeah. for he did executive produce the film so he was, absolutely, absolutely he was the John Favreau yeah, so they were may, He may have overseen the writing of his character. Yeah, just in case probably. they couldn't get that Gwyneth Paltrow dialogue just right. <laughs> uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I would say uh, one of the triumphs of this film that I think deserves particular focus is Zoe Saldana. Yeah. So I feel like this is the role, this is the performance I've been begging to get from her. Yeah. Because um, I, think, I think she does mo- most of the emotional lift. Uh, heavy lifting well alongside yeah. Brolin. I would, I'd say maybe w- second saddest scene? Or just one, definitely one of the sad scenes her death, you know? Yeah. And and I, it really affects you. Cause I, I definitely saw, like, w- once he's told, oh, he has to give up the one thing he loves most. I think we ev- know what everybody yeah. goes, yeah, everyone knows. uh-oh. Because <laughs> yeah, she stood so close to him and yeah. she's just like, like pestering him, you're like, no, you need to step the fuck back yeah. now. As a character trait for a thousand, I love that you know he has someone who he loves, you know, yeah. daughter that like hates yeah. it. Because like, uh, and even character. when you see the flashback, it seems like when he sort of takes when he help, like saves her, it's not malicious. It's like, yeah, no, this is a little girl. He's I'm fascinated yeah. by the fierceness of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, or you you also see how that is completely not reciprocated with Nebula. Mm. who he just pulls apart. She is constantly trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was fucking horrible, that, that first Nebula scene. I yeah. forgot about but that. But in that Guardians really 1, tough. she works for him. Yeah. She yeah. she does everything she can to try and please And also him. the fact that she's... Part of the reason she's uh, so robotic is because Thanos keeps cutting things yeah. out for her and building her. Because that's she's like... She's not Gamora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she symbolises everything she's done wrong. 
And then he uses that to torture her. Maybe he just needs to watch Doctor Who with uh, Amy Pond in it. Yeah. Oh, she was charming or in that. Yeah. Jumanji. Or, or Jumanji, yeah. <laughs> no, she was even good in that. She's not very good normally. but she's It's good. when you take off the wig, the ginger wig. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's not a wig. That's an actual hair, is it? Um... So yeah, that that's uh, that's our review of Infinity War with all those words and none of the actual. Oh wait, one thing we what haven't about mentioned the ending. Yeah, the deaths. Oh I d- yeah, I don't think there's anything mentioned there. Order uh, six thousand six hundred and sixty-six. <laughs> well, let's talk about the permanent ones first. Can we, can we, can we just talk about the most heartbreaking one first when fucking Spider-Man dies? No, no, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I don't want to cry again. That's the saddest thing fucking ever. So I mean, like, but the thing is, I think that let next week. I hate when Nick speaks. <laughs> I was going to say the first one and probably the most shocking and the one that like kind of sets the oh, tone yeah. for the film. Loki. Loki. Because mm. that, yeah. that, that does set a precedent of like, okay, we're not fucking around yeah. in this film. And like it kills Idris Elba first. And you're like, oh shit, they killed Idris Elba. And then they kill Loki. It's that they draw it out with a kind of death where in movies people do sometimes survive yeah. like being slightly choked. Mm. Um, but it's then you see him turn back into an ice giant person yeah yeah oh is that I what think... that was i thought he was just like all fucked up from being choked no he, no. he when in in thor one as well when um i can't remember what happens to him some he like picks something up it might be like the casket no i think McGuffin someone touches him right and yeah. he turns uh he's like not his freezing. skin turns blue and his eyes yeah. go red oh okay because he's not an asgardian yeah. uh, and i love that that happens to him at the yeah, end of this yeah. but, but as Ian was saying like before we were recording um, this is like a redemption story yeah it's like the end of his arc you know it's it's like he could have been a traitor again and survived but he decided no I'm going to stand with my people I'm going to stand with Thor and I'm going to yeah. try and kill Thanos and it's brilliant and, and it's sad I think those deaths so it's it's only really Loki Idris Elba and Gamora do you feel like the permanent yeah, ones? With the possibility yeah. of Vision, but there's definitely scope for him to be rebuilt. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Vision is... Um, they, we haven't seen him enough. Because know? when they started disappearing people, I was like, oh, fuck, they're going all Game of Thrones with this. But then enough people disappeared that you go, oh, they have to bring everybody back. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nonetheless really devastating. And I did cry. Did anybody here not cry? Nick? I didn't. See, I, I was, we were discussing this before, right? And maybe I'm a little bit broken. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was thinking of it too logically. Where, like, and I've had this spoiled because uh, I've seen, like... <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've seen set photos that kind of reveal what happened, uh, like a slight plot point of what happens in the next film. And I was thinking of that, and I was like, yeah, they're not really dead. And I, I, I was like, it's a sad moment. Of course it's a sad moment. Like... I think you're... It's undeniable, but... I think a, you're just not emotional enough. You need to let yourself get... Yeah, like, as a, I, as I don't cry at movies. As a film goer, we know this isn't going to stick. No, yeah. I, I think, like, I wanted to connect with it. And I, yeah. it was a really sad moment. But if you, and, like, if you share a level of empathy with uh, the characters in this film, if you, with your favourite characters from this film... That's probably what I don't have. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of them are Dom Toretto. But yeah, like, obviously... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, just that moment, though, because, like, people start going, so you've got, you've, like, you lose... Star-Lord, Drax, Mantis go. I love that the first one is Winter Soldier. Because oh. that, that's kind of a believable one, because I'm like, oh, he's gone? Okay, I can kind of... Because Cap has lost him before. Yeah. yeah. Over yeah. and over again. Uh, I thought... I, I really felt sorry for Cap, because his like oldest friend dies. Then his new friend from the 21st century, Falcon, <laughs> dies. Oh, yeah. Then his new friend who lives in Africa, who's given him a load of new toys and uh, new suits. Yeah, helps He dies. Yeah. yeah. 
That was a shocking one. That but was. It, but it's so obvious that like they didn't know Black Panther was going to blow up the way yeah. it did. But I know. I think they did. I think they've done that purposefully oh, oh. for the shock factor. Because um, yeah. people, like fans of Black Panther, are so invested in this yeah. now. Yeah. And it was like so shocking. It's like. Yeah. Like I, I thought Peter Parker might live. Like, like he'd continue to Avengers Four and help yeah, save the day. As much, yeah. as much as that's the one that really got me and that's the yeah. one that really upset me. Because he's it, the one that begs. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and so that's the thing that even though <laughs> I, so even though you I'm know they're coming back, <laughs> even though you know they're coming back, that scene is still devastating because oh. that's a kid and the guy yeah. who is kind of his father figure. His uh, father figure, yeah. but also the one who's put him in danger. But also, Feeling like, the responsible whole, for that. His, uh, Tony Stark's whole worry in uh, Homecoming is that he's put this child in danger. Yeah. And that's why he pushes him away. And then he tries again at the start of this film. Mm. And, and then it still happens. Like, and like, Ian hit me by ta- saying that there's going to be a scene where he has to tell Aunt May yeah, what yeah. happened. <laughs> and oh. he cut his knees, not allowed to bang her. Ugh. I hate yeah. these rules. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do really like how serious Tony Stark was with that. There was no like funny quips like in mm. like the three Iron Mans and stuff. Well, There's like, a little bit of la- like jousting with Doctor Strange. Yeah, slightly, but it w- he was very serious. Like when he at the beginning, he's like, "What's his name again?" You know, it's yeah. such a serious moment. I think his whole arc since the first Avengers is the whole PTSD. Yeah, because that's the whole point of Ultron was like, "I need to protect the planet." Type of yeah. thing. That was the whole thing that like led to the Ultron being built. Yeah, and I mean, like the whole civil war thing was like, no, I need to be accountable for the things I've done. Like, and I, lo- like... I love how they covered his motivation in this in one line. Where he says, "I've been having nightmares since New yeah, York." Yeah, they bring it yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. I've been involved since then. Yeah, yeah, um, that's why he's. There so was one line which genuinely intrigued me, and we'll we'll wrap, we'll get started on the theories soon after this. But um, Thanos knew Tony Stark's name. Yeah, and he said, "You've not been the only one who's been in." It's like cursed with knowledge. Cursed, cursed with, with knowledge. knowledge. So I'm either obviously someone's reported back to Thanos, and that could that could be anyone. That could, could be, be Loki. Loki. Could yeah. be Loki. It could be the the uh, uh, like attendant guy who got uh, who was like all creepy with him in the in the first Avengers, who was oh, voiced yeah. by um, uh, Marison to Al- married to Alice Manigan, uh, and yeah. he, he was in Angel, and he was in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, uh, and I, f- I forget his name. <laughs> he was killed in Guardians, though. He was the guy with like half of her face. Oh, I can't remember him. Too. Anyway, I I'm intrigued by just how much Thanos knows. Mm. Yeah. Because it could also be that he's. Oh no, he wouldn't have used the time stone by then. So mm. It's not like he's got. I think that's probably what it is. It's but it's a... such a nice. Alexis Denisov. There we go. Yeah. It's such a nice recognition of the man who started the MCU and the man who ended it. Mm. Um, anyway, we said a lot about the film. We're we're all in agreement that it's a fantastic film. Oh, yes. amazing! Yeah, so it's I got re- slight flaws. Like, got... I think it's overbloated, but that's like a necessary evil. And yeah. you know. But I feel like that, 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 I feel like the first like forty five minutes is introduction, introduction, introduction. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that complaint is oh, there's too much chocolate cake. What's it, it, going on? <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> there's you too can do much it, of Bruce. it. <laughs> also, I feel like if someone has w- watches this without watching the other ones, they won't. What's wrong with them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like it's. That's like watching Godfather Three without. It's like it's not my flaws. It's like yeah. someone else. I was, I was explaining as somebody that uh, three of, this is the third Avengers film. Not only is it the nineteenth of March, but, it's the third but I think Avengers. Nick's right in saying this. It can't. It kind of can't be the perfect film, because it can't be a perfect film by itself. But yeah. it's a perfect yeah. chapter of the ongoing. Yeah. But no, no, of... Here's the thing. It's perfect for us. But for someone that isn't a fan of Marvel films, mm. it probably has flaws. So somebody asked me today, what, and who which, gives a fuck about which ones people? do I need to have seen to get this? Yeah. <laughs> and 
plot-wise, not masses, maybe Guardians, plot-wise, but just to be mm. invested in all, and Doctor Strange, I guess. Yeah. But to be invested in all the characters, you need to have seen pretty much all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Or close enough At to least all the of ones them, that have uh, Infinity Stones in them. Stones in, yeah. yeah. So, collectively, are we saying five stars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Henry. This is what it's like to review a film with all the same scores. Oh, I don't like it. Three. <laughs> but you usually do like minus one. Yeah. It's minus like... two because it hit. No, I think it's we two. should all give it five and Henry should give it six. <laughs> this is why it's got 85%. I'm not into more of those because people like Henry go, no, I can't get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, we're in Watch It Podcast Phase 2. I'm going to be positive now. Yay. Um... Moving on briefly, we've only got, we've got a little got bit of time. A little, time left. little bit of time for some theories. Uh, all right, let's 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 blue sky thinking. How on earth do the well maybe not on earth? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do they bring this all together? Question: Do we want to discuss the set photos from Avengers? No, no, nope. complete speculation. Okay. Well, not... My speculation is based off those. Set yeah. Photos. No, they're not canon yet. Um... <laughs> well, I've got a fantastic theory. Oh, um, go, go, go ahead, out. Go ahead, Ian. Get out. Ian, I want to hear this. Go ahead. Well, I think... I'll give you one exception. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, one of my, one of my things, I've got to feel it could easily be something to do with the Fantastic Four. In or humans, like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've just been out of time for a long time, so they're, they're the ones who could introduce time travel into mm. the narrative. Or the main thing, like, I was thinking, no matter what, they're gonna, if they're introducing time travel into the, the scenario of this, you're introducing the idea of multiverses, which they've said they're going to do anyway. So I think no matter what, and I think this will sting, this reality where half of people die is going to stay. And everyone is sting. Yeah. <laughs> it's all big police for you. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this, this, this reality will still exist in the MCU, but it might not be the one we follow from now on. I like that idea. I like the idea of multiverses. So I, 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 and a lot of like, comics have had a uh, very long tradition of multiverses. alternate universes. And they actually had a run of comics, which even still goes today, where it's what if, what if scenarios. Yeah. I, think well, it's, I think the thing that's more likely... Which I think could be co-opted by a certain podcast. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I invented it. <laughs> I think the thing more likely is that... Because I, I I'm not too fond of the, if, if the idea that they go back in time to retrieve stones. Because then that will undo everything we've seen. And you'll get a lot of butterfly effects. That type of thing. But also we will we'll have lost all of the dramatic heft that we've yeah. just got. And there's a lot. What What if they've got the stones from alternative dimensions? Yeah. Well, yeah. what if they, they try and uh, fix it by getting the stones and they ruin time? And that's when we see fucked up like multiverses. Uh, where you see like, Hydra Cap, and then they come you see like Mad Max Marvel or something, <laughs> and yeah. then they come back to New York, and there's a big four on Tony Stark. Oh, I was. I thinking, mean, that would be a cool way of introducing yeah. it. And then so, they got a call from James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> so my first thought was that <coughs> when we see these half the universe disappear, they're not actually dead or gone or whatever. They've been transported somewhere else. Yeah, that they're they're somewhere else, and for them, the other half of people has disappeared. Ooh. And so I have a feeling that it's That's... gonna. It's going to be split over two universes of people who are simultaneously trying to beat Thanos, and they have to beat both of the Thanos. There is um, not necessarily like an underworld or an afterlife, um, but there's a dimension called the Cancerverse. Mm. Which, the Cancerverse? Yeah, which is basically mm. a universe where... Is that where Star-Lord's mum went? <laughs> that's, that's dark. <laughs> um, it's essentially a universe where nothing can die. Interesting. Um, it, it was it was a big part of a comic book event called the Annihilation Wave. Or, yeah. Well, it wasn't called that, but 
I think it was the second Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, that could be a thing. Uh I do like your idea, though. Because I think that that way, otherwise, we're going to have the people who are left trying to faff around for the entire film, and then everybody comes back in one go. But I think this way, the narrative split over the two universes will make more sense for the film. I... I kind of hope that's going to happen. I, I, I like that idea, but I, I personally don't think... I think it's going to be more interesting if you have, like, dead characters and they're trying to save their friends and it's just, like, a desperate attempt to mm. find out how. Mm. I mean, Henry, you watched Leftovers. Yeah. What happens in that? Well, to be honest, in the Leftovers... Whoa, spoilers! I'm only on season two! They kind of yeah. forget about the whole thing about everybody disappearing pretty quickly in the Leftovers. Oh, okay. Like, it's the first scene and then it jumps ahead three years. Okay. That's pretty interesting. My the big, the big, theory... Oh, sorry. sorry. So the biggest thing I want as long... I just want all the stuff that's happened to stay up happen. Like, I want... Uh, like, uh, all the, everyone to remember what's happened and the people who come back remember what's happened as well. I don't want it to be like they're just swi- like, swipe the slate yeah. clean. But I feel like all... I think all of the things people have gone through with us would, are going to really develop their characters going to phase four. Yeah. I don't feel like that will just be going back a step. I think I some people will remember. Yeah. I don't I think... I mean, it would make it really the population dark. of Earth is going to be dealing with PTSD. <laughs> well, it, depends, it depends on how it's done. So if they're just like, mm. like, will I, like, will I know what death feels like? Because it's not that they've been killed, it's been, they've been wiped from existence, everything. so it's just, yeah. you get brought back, mm. mechanics of that. But. My theory is, and I'm going to make a completely new one, not based on what I've already seen. Very interesting. Is uh, essentially Bill and Ted's Fantastic Adventure, but Ooh. with Hawkeye and Ant-Man. Yes. Yes, please. (laughs) You get Jeremy Renner, you get Paul Rudd, you know, everyone's favourite white people. Um, (laughs) They are everyone's favourite white people. (laughs) You've seen the trailer for Tag? It's your new favourite film. (laughs) Unless you watch Born Legacy, in which case it's maybe not. Um, uh, And uh, yeah, basically they go on a road trip through the MCU and they have to to recruit uh, Trevor Slattery. Uh, (gasps) And then they have to oh, recruit uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'd be Peggy well Carter. Yeah, one of the um, uh, the Asgardian warrior people. And Just then, one. And then they meet. In fact, it's actually both Zachary Levi and the guy <laughs> who played the same character before Zachary Levi. Ray Stevenson. That's it. What about Korg? Can we get some Korg in there? No, too popular. Oh. No. <laughs> Meek. We got Meek. They, they meet Captain Marvel and they go, oh, she's actually powerful? <laughs> we don't need any of that. So, um, we need a bit of a challenge, you know, play on hard mode. Yeah. I'll allow Mbaku. I think we, I think oh, we get yeah. some, we we get some good fan favourite yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they build a ragtag group of, um, of heroes which aren't quite, they're like the worst heroes. And they go on a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I, I want to see like a destroyed world in the next one, like like slightly apocalyptic. Well, yeah. I don't think, like if I think if Thanos' plan it seems to have worked on all the planets, it probably will. Everyone should be like, that's the thing that I think will be the most heartbreaking of like if it works out. If it works, and like people are like, but we need to find our family and friends. But it's like, yeah, but the world's. A better place now. Yeah, it's only the like, superheroes yeah. that want to save their friends yeah. and they're going to make things worse than they do. Apart from all the planes falling. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Solve that in a few weeks, Jeremy. That's a, there's no one in them. <laughs> um, something Ian and I were saying before was that the ending of this not is it isn't necessarily a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's... It could just be that they tried to beat the bad guy. They didn't. The bad guy's yeah. plan worked. That's it. Get ready for Frozen 2. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, we know more is coming. 
But as a film, it's just one with a very downbeat ending. Yeah. It would be insane if Captain Marvel is the star of the new Marvel Universe. Where no no superheroes exist and she's the first one. That'd be cool. Very interesting. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's a completely... Like, you tank your business model, essentially. (laughs) Are we... um, are we done for theories? Yeah. Do we I mean, need a, Do we need a year to recover? Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've got two movies between them, apparently. One last theory. I hope when they do bring people back to life, they bring back Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> still, yeah. not, still not over that, Abrams. <laughs> All right, I'm coming for you. Luke's gone too. John him back or is Luke's gone? <laughs> 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 and then they bring back act- actress Carrie Fisher as well. <laughs> um, right. Well, that is our review. Our theories and our aimless <laughs> ramblings about Infinity War. Um, yeah, hell of a film. It's been a long time in the making and I cannot wait for the next one. Yeah. And, and I don't know how I'm going to wait. It's going to be impossible. Mm. I, wish I, I still could, don't know the name. I wish I could just switch off for a year and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just go to sleep. Freeze me in carbonite. Wake yeah. me Actually, wake me up when glass is out and then put me back to sleep. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is in like a few months we'll have Aquaman to... <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Are we gonna p- place bets on when they think they will announce it? I Are say because they're not doing Comic Con. Five months. And D twenty three is next year. I say in four or five months, roughly. <laughs> I mean, we did. Will say, they wait that long? We did yeah. say earlier that it would be the day before Aquaman comes out. <laughs> be when when, when the film will be called Avengers, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first trailer for this dropped? Um, was it about a year ago now? No, because it was after Comic Con, wasn't it? It was, it was like nine. It was it was fairly like out there. Um, Do you think they might wait until this is out on DVD so everybody will have seen oh, it? Oh, it's definitely sure. after that. Okay. I would say even like the. Um, <laughs> Are they going to put the title of the next film in the DVD cases? <laughs> it's an envelope, and you've got like, <laughs> like, the, envelope, like, like the Oscar. Willy Wonka's golden <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I'd say yeah, after the DVD comes out, so that they can ensure so that. So like because, sometime because in the autumn. I think they said a while ago that the title of this one is going to be a spoiler for yeah, Infinity yeah. War. So they may might want to make sure as many people have seen yeah. it as possible. Yeah. Even though everybody should have been there at midnight. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked the idea that, um, well, I was guessing that um, it's going to say the Avengers will return in and yeah. the real That's, Yeah, I thought it was too. But then, if you think of that logically, then uh, it would be spoiled for loads of thousands of people, except for the people that went at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then instead what we got was Thanos roll it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> quick, quick, quick mention, really excited for uh, Captain Marvel's pager game at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom had to explain to me what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it was not just Nick Fury texting his friends. <laughs> yeah, I saw that logo. I was like, that must mean something to somebody. <laughs> so it's, it's a star emoji. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Um, yeah, well, thank you for listening. Uh, it's been Watch Your Podcast. We're back in the game. Yeah. Year three. Year three. Phase three. Phase, phase two. Three. Phase, phase two. Three. Phase two. Oh, phase two. No, oh, because we went through one with Civil War, two with Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is the start of phase three. But this is when we're going to start changing the shows up. Streamlined ending right there. <laughs> <laughs>